Okay, Chazara of second parak of Yavamas. The Mishnah begins with the two brothers uh, that are both married. One dies, and then a third brother is born. At that point, if the second brother does Yibum, and so now the second brother has two wives, so and then he dies, the third brother can't marry any woman because the first one is Eishazach of Shlohei Yibalama, and the second one is Herzara. If the second brother only did Maimer, to the first brother's wife, then the third brother can do chalitza, can only do chalitza. Okay, so uh, the Gemara says that we learn the idea, we learn the Isra of Eishazach of Shalayah from the Pasuk of Kieshu Achim Yachtav. It says together that they have to have, have they have to have had a yeshiva achas bolam, live together. We also learn that there is only a mitzvah yibum by brothers from the father, from the words Yachtav, which means miyuchad menachla as well as from a Shava of Achva Achva from uh, Bnei Yaakov. Learn from both, and the Gemara makes a Tzrichasa for that. This is Machorkis, we say, Yesh Zika or Ein Zika. Even if you hold Ein Zika, and your mutter to the mother of your Shomeris Yovam once she died, but while the Yavama is alive, everybody agrees that you can't marry her mother, not because of Zika, because of a side issue of Asalavat al Mitzvah Yavaman, because we're afraid that if you... Sorry, not that we're afraid. It's a fact. If you marry the mother, then you will not be able to marry the daughter, in which case you'll be Mavatal Mitzah of Yibam and nobody, and you're not allowed to do that. Okay, now if you hold Yeshika, the Gemara says that it applies even if there are two brothers, and even after the Yavama dies, the Zika will live on, and will, you will still not be able to marry the Yavama's mother if you hold Yeshika. Okay, um, the Gemara tries to prove from our Mishnah, like the Manda Amr and Zika, in the following way, because it says in the Seifa that if the second brother did mimer to the first brother's wife, so then the third brother could do chalitz, it's mashma. If he did nothing, then the third brother could even do yibum to the wife of the second brother. I let it be because the wife of the second brother was, uh, there was um, she was married to the second brother and the original husband's wife was also Bezika married to the second brother, so they were Tzaras through Zika, and the fact that the Gemara mission is not Mash, by the way, it sounds like Ein Zika. Uh, it sounds like Ein Zika, right. The Gemara is Malcha, then no. Really, the Mishnah could hold Yesh Zika, and in both cases you can only do Chalitza. The Gemara just said that if you did Maimer, that you do Chalitza, it's La Fuke Beishamai, who holds Maimer as a full Kenyan. So we don't hold it's a full Kenyan, you'll still need to do Chalitza. Okay. Then the Gemara brings a brisa that sounds like, again, the Madhava Rein Zikan, and says, okay, that goes like Rav Meir, Rav Meir holds Rein Zika. Then we say it can't be like Rav Meir because we have, it says, um, that if two sisters fall to two brothers, so we make each brother do Chalitza um, instead of Yibum. So again, when two sisters are falling, it seems that we are concerned with um, Yesh Zika because otherwise what's wrong with two sisters falling from two brothers? Why can't you do Yiba? Must be that there's an issue of Achasukukaso, which means you hold Yeshika. The Gemara answers, no, it's because everyone agrees that they can't do Yiba because of an issue of Asulavatla Mitzis Yivaman. And there, it means, not for sure, but we're afraid it's going to end up being Mavatla Mitzis Yivaman, because if uh, one brother does Yiba and then the second brother dies, the first brother will not be able to do anything to the other sister, because she'll be Achasisha. So we're afraid of that, therefore. Um, because of Aslavat um, Yivamin, you can't do, you cannot do, even if you hold Ein Zika, you can't do Yibum. You have to do Chalitza.
Okay, then the Gemara clarifies that uh, some people aren't even concerned with Asher Lavatel Mitzvah Yivama, and that is Rabbi Gamliel. Because Rabbi Gamliel has a case that if they have two brothers, one brother is married to a Gedola, and one brother is married to a Katana. And the one who is married to a Gedola dies. And the, 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 the two women were sisters. So the one married to the Gedola dies, and now she falls to Yibam to the one married to the Katana. So... Rabbi Gamliel tells us that we should, he should, we should tell the guy who's married to the katana, um, wait till your wife becomes a gadola, and then the other woman will, will be an erva of achos So you see, he could care less about being mevatel mitzvah yavamin because he just suggested that that's exactly what you should do. Wait till the woman gets older, and then, then it'll be an erva. So he holds, obviously, that you can, um, you can be mevatel mitzvah yavamin even on purpose. And he doesn't consider the wife he's currently with to be... Um, as again, maybe I wasn't clear. Rebbe Gamliel says that you're allowed to. Um, it's not just he waits till she's a gadol. He waits till she's a gadola, and then he's with her, um, and then she's. Uh, so he's there's no issue of achasukakaso because he lets the um, when you when the woman grows up, you're gonna when your wife grows up, you're gonna marry her and uh, consummate the marriage. So then. Obviously, he's not worried about Achas Kikaso, and he's not worried about being without the Mitzvah Yuvamin, as opposed to the Rabbanan. The Rabbanan, so he, again, Rabbi Gamliel therefore holds Ein Zika plus, you're, you're allowed to be without the Mitzvah Yuvamin, so just to show that there's someone who disagrees with Rabbi Meir. And just the, the Chachamim in that case, the Chachamim say we teach the Katana to do Miyun, um, and then he can do Yibim to the adult woman. Um, so that's like the Shittas Chachamim. Okay, but Rabbi Gamliel, the point is Rabbi Gamliel holds Ein Zika, and he holds you can't be without the Mitzvah Yuvamin, even on purpose. Okay, Shmuel says the halacha is yeshika, Rav holds enzika. Fine. Says the Mishnah, very similar to the first Mishnah. Second Mishnah says if there are two brothers, one died, the second one does yibum, and then the third brother is born. So that's how it's different. That yibum was done before the third brother is born. So in that case, Tanakama still holds that the third brother is usher on the first wife because of Eshazachar Shalim Elamo, and he's going to be usher on the second wife too because she's the tzara. Now, if the second brother only did Maimer, he does Chalitza, same like the first mission he'll do. If the second brother did Maimer, then you do Chalitza. Here, Reb Shimon speaks up. Reb Shimon says that he can do Yibum to either one. That was if, in the first case, where um, the second brother did Yibum. Um, so you can do, you can, the, the third brother can do Yibum to either one. Now, Reb Oshia says that Reb Shimon held, even in the first Mishnah, where the brother is born before the second brother, does. brother number three is born before brother number two gets a chance to do yibum. It's you're still allowed to do um, yibum. It's still not Oshia. The the explanation is like this. The, our mission is clear. Our mission, everyone agrees that Rip Shimon holds that it one, if the if the the second brother did yibum before the third brother was born. Then, since by the time the third brother was born, the the marriage of the first brother is already gone because the second brother's done yibum. Says no of of the first brother. It was when the third brother was born is Okay, that's clear. The first mission is the chedesh. Rav Oshia is saying that that uh, Rav Shimon holds of Yeshika so much that Zika is keknusa. Therefore, even though when the th- the third brother was born before the second brother did yibum, it doesn't matter since. It was Zakuk to the second brother to do Yibim. It's as if there was a full marriage, and it's as if the third brother found her Beheter. And therefore, Shimon would be Mater there too. That's Raboshi's Chiddush. 
So the Gemara has to say, according to that, where do you have the case of Eishazachav Shalai Balamo? Well, in simple cases, if there's only two brothers, one brother is married, died, there's no brother around, and then the third brother, the second brother, only two brothers, second brother's born, that's Eishazachav Shalai Balamo. Also, um, if the, even if there's two brothers, one brother dies, and there's a second brother, he doesn't do anything yet, the third brother is born, while the second brother is still alive, there would also be Eishazachav Shalai Balamo, because... Um, <clears throat> the the Zika is still there from the first brother. I should say the Ishas is still there from the first brother. Now, Rav Hoshia learned his halacha from the fact that the first Mishnah made it the case it did, where the third brother was born prior to the second one doing Yibam. So that's there to show you the Chiddush of Rav Shimon, because otherwise our, our second Mishnah is just a repeat. It must be that that would be a... It's to show you the Chiddush of Rav Shimon in the first Mishnah. Then the Gemara asks, what do you mean? We, we know, we see that Rav Shimon was Mesippic about Mimer with the Zika, and certainly Zika alone, he wasn't sure about it. Because we have a case of three brothers that were married to three women who were not related to each other. And in that case, you have a case, one brother dies, the three brothers, right, all married to unrelated women, one brother dies, second does Mimer, and then he dies. So in that case, the Chachamim say that the third brother should do Chalitza because, and not Yibam, because she has Zika Shnei Yivaman because she has the Zika of brother number one, and the Zika of number two, a little bit, because he did Mimer. That's what the Chum say. But Reb Shimon says in that case that you could do Yibim to one and Chalitza to the other. And the reason he says that is you can't do Yibim to both because maybe Zika, remember there's a Zika here, of course, maybe Zika and Mimer, you even did Mimer, you had Zika and Mimer, maybe Zika and Mimer is fully Kona, and therefore she's considered fully married to the second husband, so you can't do Yibim to both, but... You also can't just do Yibim to one and and uh, and nothing to the second because maybe Zeke and Mimer is not a full Kenyan. So you see, Rib Shimon is Mesopic if we hold Yesh Zika. Then the Gemara says, maybe Rib Shimon only holds uh, Zika Kiknusa by case of one brother. Maybe that's the only time he holds that Zika's Mamish Kiknusa. But where there's uh, two brothers, maybe not, which would explain uh, the question of the three brothers. So the Gemara rejects this for a few reasons. First of all, we have a price that says Rav Shimon holds that if the Yibim happened after the third brother is born, she's nature's Zachav Lamo. And the assumption is that includes a case of uh, only one Yavim, or it should have been Mechalik. In other words, there's a price that basically says black and white, not like Rav Hoshia, that if the brother was born first, there is no Chalitza, and no, if the bro- third brother is born before the second brother dies, um, there's no Chalitza and no Yibim. Uh, um, right, there's no chalitza, no yibum, and it's presumably talking about yavam echad, so, or else it should have said so, so that's a raya against Ravoshia. Uh Second, we have another b'risa that says that if you have uh, three brothers married to two sisters, or a mother or daughter, or a mother granddaughter, Chacham say you do chalitza, but Shimon says, pater. Um, so, if you hold, if you hold yesh zika, if Shimon held yesh zika, so then you should have been able to do Yibam, because you would have said the first lady that fell, sister number one, so she, you're now married to her, Bezika. And therefore, when the lady number two, the, the other sister falls, it shouldn't have been a problem, because I'm already married to sister number one, Bezika. So the Gemara says, okay, true, that's if we fell at separate times, that that price is talking about, um, is going like Rebiosi, that we hold Efshel same and they fell at the exact same moment, so that's why... Um, we need the drasha. Reb Shimon uses the drasha of Litzur to tell you that when sisters fall together, you can't do yibum to either one. But you're right. Reb Oshia would tell you Zika's kiknusa, and therefore, if they fell at different times, you're right. He could do yibum to um, 
he would be able to do Yibam because the one that fell first, we would say he's already fully married to. Then Rav Papa comes along and says, no, Rav Shimon does not hold that. Rav Shimon agrees. If the child was born before Yibam was done, then it is a Shazach Shalayim and the first Mishnah was just a Lozu Afzu, but he disagrees with Ravoshi and says, Zika is not Kiknusa. We hold the Yashika, but not the Zika's Kiknusa. The Gemara brings a proof to Rav Papa against Ravoshia from a very long Brisa, um, and it has, the Gemara goes through that whole Brisa, but basically it has two separate Bavas. It has one about Nolad Vachakach Yibam, and the other, you know, that's where the kid is uh, born and then Yibam was done, and a separate Bava for where Yibam was done, and then Nol- and then the kid was Nolad. So, um, we prove from the fact that it has two Bavas, where Shimon argues by the second one that he's uh, only arguing by Yibam Vachakach Nolad. Because otherwise, what do you need two Bavas for? It should have been all mushed together. Okay, now the Mishnah had started, that Bryce rather had started with the following. It said that there were two brothers, and one of them died without a kid, and then the second brother was going to do Mimer, but didn't get a chance until the, th- uh, the third brother was born. Um, so what does that mean, didn't get a chance? So, you know, what, what, either he did or he didn't. What, what's the Bryce wasting words was saying? He was gonna, he didn't. What does that mean? So the Gemara explains that it means he was going to do Mimer willingly, and he ended up doing Mimer Balkarcha. And the mission is coming to teach you that Mimer Balkarcha uh, does not work at all, just like if you can't marry, you can't be Makadish woman Balkarcha, so too. Mimer does not work Balkarcha, which is against the sheet of Rebbe, of Rebbe who holds that, that uh, Mimer does work by Yibam, um, to be work even Balkarcha to count. Shimon had said that if it was... Uh, and then a brother is born, so if you then chalitz the balas ha-maimer, the tzara is not pater. So the reason why, just explains the reason why Rib Shimon says that if you did chalitza to the balas maimer, it doesn't pater the tzara, is because the tzara is for sure, the tzara, meaning the, the second husband's wife, is for sure zokak to you, so doing chalitza to the uh, first lady who just had mimer from the first, you know, she, the the woman from the first husband who the second husband just did mimer to her, doing chalitza to her. Maybe mimer helps, maybe it doesn't. So that's why it doesn't pat to the tzara. Okay, the Gemara then explains that the reason for Shimon who allows a case for the, uh, of, um, of uh, when the brother is born after Yibam is because he, he found her beheter, but the reason the Chachamim do not allow that is because Adayin Yibumim Harishonim allow, because it says, um, so even after Lakicha, even after he married her, she's still called the Yavama. So therefore, they say that the original husband's uh, Ishas never really goes away. She's still a Yavama, and that's why he holds the Chachamim hold. That doesn't help that he found her Beheter, because she's still a Yavama from the first, so she's still Ishazachashlahayba If so, if you last, and how, how come it get is valid? Um, that's because there's another Pasuk that says that you, it does become a full wife. So we assume, I had you know which Pasuk to apply where, okay, so we assume the Heter case goes with the with the Heter. So, so where it's regular Yavama, uh, and we can allow you to do uh, get after after Yibam is completed. Okay, the Gemara asks that according to Rib Shimon, who says this Ba'o Matzah Beheter is a Heter, so the Gemara asks somewhat of an unusual question, that if you're... Um, if your brother from your father is married to your sister from your mother, and then you're born and they died, so you should do uh, you should be able to do yibum since you found them a heter yibum. The Gemara says that of course the israch also never goes away, as opposed to the israch shazach, which does go away for brother two, um, so therefore therefore it can go away for brother three. Okay, Mishnah.
It says, an Isser Erva, of course, doesn't do Yibam or Chalitza, but an Isser Mitzvah and Isser Kedusha does do Chalitza, not Yibam. Now, if there are two brothers who are, uh, two Yivamas, rather, who are sisters, and one is an Erva to the Yavam, then we say he could do Yibam, and he's Mitzvah to the sister. Isser Mitzvah, the Mishnah says, is Shnias, and Isser Kedusha refers to various types of Chayvi Lavi. Okay, the Gemara said a Klal, like the, the lashon of the Mishnah was Klal Omer Bivam Akolshi Yisur Yisur Mitzvah Yisur Yisur Absakolshi Yisur Erva Lochaletzes Lamis Yabemis. So what's that Klal coming to include? So it's either coming to include Tzara um, Silenus or exclude her because <laughs> she isn't an answer Erva directly. So that's just two possibilities. In other words, there's no Erva of Silenus. It's just she's Potter. So either it excludes her because she's not Isser Erva, or it includes her because it's the Klal is coming to include her. Okay, next, Isser Mitzvah. So the Lashon Isser Mitzvah comes from Mitzvah Lishmoa Divri Chachamim, that's the Mitzvah, and because the, the, the Isser Mitzvah Shnias. And the Isser Kedusha comes from Kedoshim to you. Now there's a Bryce that has it the opposite, that the Isser Mitzvah is all those Chayvi Lavin, so then that comes from the Pasuk of Elah Mitzvahs, and then the Isser Kedusha, uh, which then is referring to the Shnias, is because of Lashon Kadesh Atzmachab Mutralach. Okay, the Mishnah says that Amon al Koin Gadol does Chalitza. Uh, and it sounds like it doesn't matter even if she's uh, a Amon al Koin Gadol min Erisin, in which case it's only a Chai Bilavin. We would still say to only do Chalitza na Yibam. The Gemara asks why we do not say Esi do Chalosase. And the Gemara first offers that it has a Joshua that says that there's a. Um, but also even to Ashira that there are certain uh, women, and that is Chai Bilavin, who do do. Chalitza and do not do Yibam. Minat Torah. And um, even though we have a drush of Kol Sheinol Yibam Anuol Chalitza, that's talking about Chiyuvei Karis, but, but we say at the beginning, we suggest that we have a, dry, a drush of Daraisa, that she, a, uh, uh, there are Chayvi Lavin or Olo Chalitza, not Yibam. So Rav asks from a Bryce on this that says that a Sriz and a Pitzuadaka and Krishufcha and all those uh, who died and there was Mayim um, Regen and Chalitza done to their wives, they're all valid. Uh, but if the brothers did Yibum, um, it's Kona. And the reverse is also true. If they were healthy brothers and they died and their their wives fell to Yibum too, to Adakas and Krishufcha and the rest. Um, so then, um, again, this everything works as far as the you know, get, Mayim, all these things. And um, if they did Yubim, it works, but they can't stay with them uh, because they're Chayvi Lavin. But uh, you see from there that if it if they could do Yibum, so it must not be a Din Daraisa, because otherwise Yibum would not be Kona. So it must be that they are Midaraisa Olali Yibum Chayvi Lavin. So therefore, uh, Rava comes out that it is only Exera of Exera of Biyashniya Atu Biyashniya Biyashniya Atu Biyashniya. Okay, then Rava kind of backs off on that, and Rava says, "Well, actually, I, I must be wrong because Reish Lakish says that any time you can get out, get away, uh, without being over the lav, uh, even midaraisa, I say it's not dochalosa. Say so it's only dochalosa. Say when you can't get away without doing the lav, and here you could do chalitza, and then the Gemara disproved that because it says, as we said, Kanu. so that cannot be true. It must be midaraisa. You can do." Yibam, so that must not be true. I think Omar explains that it isn't a kash on Rish Lakish, because chalitza b'makim yibam ain't a mitzvah, so that's not called. You can get around the 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 lav 
and still do the mitzvah. You cannot still do the mitzvah because chalitz machinibim made a mitzvah. Okay, the Gemara says that everyone agrees that Amana Lakoin from Nasuin, that if Yavim did do Yibim, that doesn't part of Um The Gemara brings an Asmachta for Shneus from, I'm just getting into Shneus, from Mikola Toivos Ha'el, and says um, that uh, having correct measurements are more Hummer than Arias, since you can't do Tshuva from improper measurements, because uh, you don't know who to pay back to. And that's why it says Ha'ela by measurements, which is a stronger lashon than Ha'el. And the Gemara brings a bunch of other asmachtas. Okay, then there's Shniyas. Shniyas are as follows. Here are the Shniyas, the grandmother from either side, or a step-grandmother, the uncle's wife from the mother, wife of a mother's brother from the father, a, a great daughter-in-law from either side. And the Gemara also said daughter of a stepson, but then rejected that since it, that's actually Midaraisa. A stepson himself is permitted to your wife and daughter, which is his stepsister, so a stepson can marry a stepsister. Um, there are four women whose shniyas do not keep going, do not continue up the generations. That's your mother's brother's wife and the wife of your father's brother from the mother, the wife of your mother's father, and the daughter-in-law of your daughter. Okay, the Gemara mentions that they forbade also Kalas Bito because you might get it mixed up with Kalas Bino. Fine. The Gemara asks if the mother's brother's wife from the mother's side would be a Shniya or not, since there is no Tzadav. Do we only say it when there's a Tzadav or not? Again, would the mother's brother's wife for only from the mother's side be a Shniya or not? The Gemara says, even though that would be a Gzera Lixera, most of the Shniyas are all Gzera Lixeras. For example, the mother's father's wife is a Xavier less to be confused with the father's father's wife, which is uh, just a Shnia anyway. Same for father's mother, which is Atu mother's mother, and wife of mother's brother from the father's side is Atu uncle's wife on the father's side. So Rav Yudah Shmuel said a rule. Any woman, here's the rule, any woman who is an erva, um, they made a on the male version's wife. I got that? Any woman who's an erva, if she was a Zachar, the wife is usher as long as it only takes one marriage to get there. So, in the case of a mother's brother's wife, only one marriage happens, so it's usher. That is, you're naturally related to your mother. Your mother's brother's wife, one marriage was required for that, uh, the brother to get married. However, the wife of your father-in-law is mother since it requires two marriages to get there, which is you have to get married, and then your father-in-law has to get married. So that didn't usher. The Gemara asks whether your grandfather's brother's wife is Asura Zashniya, since one generation below, that is the father's brother's wife, is an Erva, so they were a Gozer by a generation up or not. And that seems to be Machlokas with no Maskana. Rabbi Chia had another six Shniyas, the daughter of your son, I'm sorry, the daughter of your son of your daughter, and the daughter of the son of your son are Shniyas. Also, the daughter of your wife's son's son, and the daughter of your wife's Daughter's son are Shneas. Your mother in law's grandmother and father in law's grandmother are also Shneas. The Gemara asks, What about the generation before? and has no maskana. The Gemara asks, Okay, that was uh, a little rough patch. <laughs> All those Shneas. Now we're back to uh, not things, that are, things that are not so confusing. The Gemara asks if there is a Xerish Shneas by Gerim and says that there isn't a Xerish Shneas by Gerim because that would be uh, a super Xera, that would be Xera Xera, because really all 
um, Gerim are mutter to everybody because they're kikat and shnola dummies that are make shnias, they didn't do that. Okay. Where then, since it was talking about Gerim, says it's going to say something else, which is that Gerim, who are brothers from the same mother, should not testify together, since they are uh, related through the mother, which means that they we know that they're related. Um, and the other reason it would be valid is because they're cut in Shinola dummy. So, they shouldn't uh, testify, but if they did, it's valid because they are Lamaisek, cut in Shinola dummy. But brothers from the same father who are Girim can even testify together since everyone knows that they are not considered related because they're Masus and they're Masum. So, the, the Yichas with their father, everybody knows, doesn't count. So, those can even testify together. And Mamer says, no. Amemer says that even brothers from the same mother can testify together. Okay, the Gemara then asks why by Arias they have to get divorced, even B'diyavid, that is if a brother marries his sister from a mother, we don't say B'diyavid, it's okay. And the Gemara answers is because Bastin knows that there's because of Kikat and Shinola dummy. The masses will just think it's mutter, and that we can't have. So therefore by Arias, we would say if, uh, if uh, Gerim Brothers married to the sister, they have to get divorced, and there's no bidiyavid. Okay, we're going to stop here. This will be part one.